Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you guys decided to come tonight, did you act, did you kind of make the calculation about like having to tell a contact tracer where you were? Let us bear comes to us. We're, let's get our story straight, all right? Yeah, just tell them it was a sex party. That's fine. If anyone asks, we were all fucking and sucking in here. And that's oh. how we all got it. Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beals? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknote? He runs his puppers company. Dark Lord Strides. He's a very naughty man. I together. The life of hope we call the Natural splendor to be found in Faerun. Few sights can match the majesty of the spine of the world. A wall of frozen, jagged, virtually impassable mountains that separate the warmer Southlands from the frigid wastes of ice, wind, dale. It is a grand and terrible, beautiful and desolate place. And while the wind bites bitterly here, it is undeniably a sight to see before you die. Remember, if anyone asks, sex party. And die you may well might. Die you and die you may well might. And die might well you may. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon friends have been brought here by rumors of conspiracy most sinister. Your most evil of adversaries, the vampire Strahd, has been shipping vast tablets of enchanted Vader stone up here for a purpose you have yet to ascertain. These blocks were empowered literally by the blood and fear of villagers up and down the Sword Coast. I don't know if empowered is the word you're looking for there. It sounds like they were like, you you go girl, <laughs> you big Monoliths. <laughs> I, I, I know. I realize we've been doing this podcast for a while, for a while now. But two or three years ago, I used the perfectly acceptable word "ensorcelled" in this situation, <laughs> and you all mocked me for I would say about eight or nine days. Yeah, so it's fucking I'm empowered. Ensorcelled right. no, is normal. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm ensorcelled right now. Why do you think ensorcelled isn't a word, Dave? Does anybody want to switch seats? <laughs> <laughs> but you are not. Dave, nece- you go, girl. <laughs> But you, the dragon friends, are not necessarily alone at the foot of the spine. You have met Abram and Puffy Quickness, haberdashers and outpost owners in this hardy land. They have offered you bed and board for the night and bobby pancakes. While the others sleep, you have spotted the telltale sign of an old friend from your time in the Barovian wilds. And you have left a message for that friend. And deep in the witching hour, that message is answered as, alone in your tiny yurt, you hear the gentlest of taps on your door. Enter. Bobby. Bobby? Do I recognise this voice, Dave? Um, why don't you make a little wisdom check? Wait, with that, little... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why don't you make a little wisdom check for me? That was a five. There's something very familiar about it. You can't quite place it. You're going to have to open the door. I open that. Do you have doors? Oh, you're going to have to pull aside the lovely brocaded rug. Okay. Letting in all the cold. <laughs> yep. 
All right, in shaking snow off a massive cloak, you see a figure that you will not need to roll to recognize because it is none other than Nikolai Lanston, who is somebody that you met only a few years ago, but you, and what seems like a lifetime ago already, but someone that you have sweated and, blo- and blooded and bonded with. This is one of your young pup, youngling um, partners in the initiations that you took into the Vulfen when you joined them a year ago. Nikolai! Pew, 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 pew. Bobby, 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 Bobby! Can I just say up? he's pulling a face like he's just eaten a um, bit of candy that he didn't realise was incredibly sour. Like s- <laughs> <laughs> Bobby! It is you! It is my friend Bobby! Yeah, what's up, bro? How's it going? Oh, no! How are you? I, you look good. You look um changed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm just just chilling, you know, just keeping it keeping it real, just yeah, 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 yeah. It is so good to see you in Ice Winddale. Yeah, man, this shit is crazy. Yeah. Oh. Hey, listen, um, I like wanted to talk to another of the Wolfen about this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I had like a vision. Uh, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, you go, girl. <laughs> uh, but I, but N- N- Nikolai also wants to know um, why you are here <laughs> before he starts dropping um, plot I'm points. Sorry, I just get ahead of myself. I love to, you know, the one thing you know about Nikolai is he loves to drop plot points. <laughs> that was the thing you always used to tease me about when we were little pups. Anyway, that's another plot point that I can't help but drop. Let me just tell you that, so to be clear, (laughs) this is going to be a great one. Uh, Nikolai has, so Nikolai was initiated into a a group of rangers in the Wolfen called the Nightclaw Rangers. The Wolfen are something that you, Bobby, have not explained yet to the rest of the dragon friends, but they are a group of werewolves who date their lineage back to the time of Strahd's rise, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, where they were formed out of hunting lodges. Mm-hmm. The Vulfen are protected. They live um, as peaceful werewolves inside the old Svalich wood, away from the rest of the civilised parts of Barovia, and they are feared and they are reviled and all unfairly. But they have dedicated themselves to the quiet and thankless task of trying to keep Strahd under control. And they are protected and supported in that task through the Nightclaw Rangers that only the strongest of the Wolfen join. You were inducted into that order and you were inducted in at the same time as Nikki. So as I said, you have been blooded together. Dave, could you repeat that? You're not there. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing here? You saw a scratchling sign on the wall that, that meant that there was a wolf in, here, wolf in here, a nightclaw ranger, symbols that the rangers use. You were not expecting to see him, and he's not expecting to see you. Yeah, dude, I'm on a mission. Like, this is nightclaw business. What? That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, basically we're following some leads. Basically, I mean, we want to cut off Strad Supply, whatever. Oh. Do you, do you, uh, in Icewind Dale, like, do you know what's going on? Oh my god, like a little bit, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm getting like shades of um, Villanelle <laughs> from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> really messing with me. Anyway, <laughs> What? Oh, yeah, well, um, can I tell him why I'm up here? Well, you know, like, um, you know how we all got those visions from the mistress when we got initiated? Yeah. Yeah, and like how we're not meant to really talk about them? Yeah. 
Okay, well... What Nikki's referring to there is called a grey dream. Madame Drazkov, the leader of the Vulfen, gives you a vision quest to perform. Uh, you have it on the night of your initiation. Okay, so, like, my dream... First of all, I... But my vision, which is not like germane to anything, was <laughs> that I just like t- turned up to school and I was without any clothes at all, and everybody saw. Yeah, I had a one. The mind started. I was eating a sandwich, and my teeth fell out. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, so that was the first thing. And then the second thing that I was told in my dream was that in Icewind Dale, underneath everything, there is something that will destroy the Wolfen, which is really bad, and something that will be our salvation, which is really good. So that's like a real double-edged sword, and I thought maybe it's a double-edged sword. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm like here to find that. You know like how we're not supposed to talk about it, but we're like bros, so... We're talking about yeah, it? Yeah, we're talking about it. The salvation? Is that bad? Nah, it's fine. You sure? Yeah. I feel guilty. Yeah, I, just, I gotta get off my... You've already said yours. I need to say mine oh, out loud. okay. To the salvation? Yeah. It's me. What? That's the prophecy, man. I'm gonna save the day. What are you talking about? I'm gonna save the day. What day? I'm the one who's gonna, like, fix everything. I don't understand... Is this real, Dave? <laughs> so, or uh, is Madam- that bullshit? No, so Madam Drazkov... <laughs> Ma- Madam Draskov, I, and I rem- try to remember him that you're not here in, in this room. No, I'm asking as someone watching this, <laughs> I want to know if someone has to make a deception check. No, that is correct. Ma- uh, Madam Draskov granted um, Bobby Pancakes a grey dream. Whether or not he's telling the whole truth is... Um, he's obviously not telling the whole truth. He's only alluding to it. But no deception checks are necessary. Okay. Mm. That's mm. so cool. That's still fucking metagaming, just so you know. <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you mean it's metagaming? That's just a game we're playing, Dave. We're just playing a regular game. Also, the metagame is a valid part of the game. <laughs> so, like, you're, like, going to save everything, and I get some dream where everybody laughs at my weenie? I mean, when my teeth fell out in my dream, they all turned into bees and stung me, so, like... Yeah, I guess it's not some roundabouts, huh? But the thing is, I don't know exactly how. So, okay. like... Any information. I'm just like picking up info on the way. Um, you don't need to like share everything with me, but like, do you know why you think that? Because sometimes wording is like ambiguous. It said like someone will kill Strahd. Oh, well, that could be anyone. <laughs> and they have a heart of glass. Okay. And Bobby like opens his shirt and like shows his like big. Like crystal scar. Yeah, so oh, right there in your chest. R- just yeah, to, rem- to remind everyone that Bobby has this uh, crystalline scar, and it, in fact, you can see his heartbeat flashing if you stare into the inky depths of this ruby scar that crosses his midsection. You can see a heartbeat pulsing as light underneath it, deep inside Bobby's torso. His heart is made of light. It's it's made yeah, of crystal. Baby. When he was brought back to life, that's got to be worth something. Mm. He w- Let's what's not- that going to fetch in your Dungeons and Dragons um, pawn shop, Dave? <laughs> you're going to have to... Remember, cut- Bobby, you're not here for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> priceless, priceless. Oh. The, this was ancient old Carcosan magic that the witch planeswalker Lady Casilda used to bring him back the first time. Mister was able to bring him back to life properly after, but he still literally bears the scars of that dark Carcosan magic. 
Hey, look, um, I don't want you to be like self-conscious at all, but could you put your shirt back on? <laughs> Why is this making you uncomfortable? Yeah. Look at it. No. Look at it. I don't want to. Look at it. Okay. Is that enough time? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, you, how, eyes down here. Yep. <laughs> Six hours later. <laughs> okay. So I, I think I've looked at it a lot. And the sun is coming okay. up and there is a knock hey, on but, the door. Hey, but look, just before you answer that, I think I found some men who are digging under all the mountains and things. Um, and maybe they're going to find the thing that will destroy and also save us. That sounds super relevant to what you're doing. Yeah, that's great. There's some people I need you to meet. Okay. The, the door, um, Bobby flourishes at the door and the door opens as he indicates without looking at... Good a- morning! <laughs> Bobby turns around with his shirt like completely open, hands on hips. Excuse me! Oh, well, you are excused. Everybody's having fun and I'm with it. Okay! <laughs> That's, of course, Abram Quickness, who has a tray of knucklehead trout broth and some plates of hardy elk bread. Nothing like trout and elk bread for breakfast. <laughs> you haven't got this out of your system? Nope. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm done now. Good to see you. But Puffy Quickness is coming in as oh, well. Hey, and he's got a similar tray. He's like, oh, I thought I was doing room four. I'm doing odd numbers. You're doing even. That's what I said, room four. Okay, I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> the noise of, has woken up the rest of you, and you can come out of your yurts if you want. What is, what's going on? I ordered, I believe I was ordered a tray of schroopbrugen for breakfast this morning, and uh, I have not received it yet. Oh, uh, very sorry, no schnupnupfen, only trutbutterrotte, fritbutter, Eden, Eden, wink twice if you're having a stroke. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Again, I'm just imagining our two listeners that we know are in like Sweden and Denmark. Just imagining them right now listening to that. Just, it's just grimly, grimly going to their phones and pressing the unsubscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> or just like 30 second forward, 30 second forward. It's like, once again, put the hands the put the beat the elk in the mood. Of course... Lionshield Banknote, you have exhaustion, don't forget that. You didn't sleep last night, but your work has been a massive success, exceeding even your own expectations. Yes. At the end of the night, you have placed, uh, you've collapsed down the apparatus back into its barrel, and of course now um, little Bushu D2 lives in it as well. Yes. But because you succeeded your all so well, you were also able to place in a quick-release lever, which will eject... Um, Bushu D2 in the case of like a catastrophic no 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 no. the quick release releases me <laughs> okay but that would mean that Bushu D2 will die yes 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 yes. <laughs> but, but just importantly there's look, an ejection the, seat to die I said that notes. you had the mechanism it's your choice how you use it fine it releases <laughs> you so mm-hmm. wait you want to be able to drive it but it's now powered by Bushu D2's brain so yes so, so really, you're just going to shout at Bushu D2 to drive it. Is it like when you put an R2 D2 in an X-wing? No, we said it wasn't like that. No, oh. no, it's it's different to that because uh, it, it, you can't really take it out, really. Okay, it's, it's controlling the whole thing. You okay, know? yeah. Basically, you used to have to press levers and pull levers, but now you yes. can just shout at Bushu D2. But it does mean that I can now have my own separate turns in combat. 
to uh, the crab. You, you can be you can you can be firing, hitting things with a sword out exactly. the side. Of I, can, I, I can be I can be spell uh, spell casting in the turret as right. we walk around. But if Bushu D two decides, for instance, to turn on you or or in some way is charmed or otherwise, you will lose control of the thing. Uh, yeah, you can't charm robots, Dave. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> also, isn't Bushu D 2s allegiance to Filch? Uh, yeah, I adopted yeah. Bushu D2. Yeah, but now I've given him some crab legs, so I think he's got, you know, he's got All to right. thank me somehow. <laughs> we'll see. Phil, <laughs> you, however, had a wonderful night, and you are already Woo! tucking into some hearty elk bread. Yum, yum. Oh, you, you like can... it? Oh, yeah. And I, like, go, and I suck an antler out of my mouth. <laughs> and it's, like, just, like, you know, a snowy white bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful. You also mm-hmm. see that Bobby... And I put it in my hair. <laughs> nice. Bobby is standing there with his shirt off next to a um, a quite handsome, very hairy, short man with a gigantic, heavy wool um, fur coat. Mm. Bobby had a little midnight visitor, I see. Little short, hairy, handsome man. <laughs> good for you, man. Yep. I mean, yep. you guys look good together. We are good friends. We're bros. We're friends and. Guys, my friend, your shirt's still open. No need to pretend. <laughs> your hair tossled there, twinkle in your eye. Oh, hey. Hello. Hello, I'm Nikki. Nikki. Nice to who am I talking to? Oh, depends who you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a question I ask every time I open my mouth. Who am I talking to? And uh, in this case, I fix my little peepers on you. You are a little cutie. <laughs> uh, me, Filch. Uh, very cool. This banknote. <laughs> oh, big, you know. Uh, there, uh, you met Bobby, obviously. Hey, um, yeah, like, we're super old friends. We're super tight. Yeah. So, like, he's my friend. And I know all about him, so Listen, that's fine. If you want to roll with us, you got to get a matching suit, okay? This grey, it's going to put off our color scheme. Oh, yeah, We've kind of got a thing going on. You guys have like matching puffer vests. Oh, it's because yeah. we're in a team. We're in a team. But we've got space for more, right? If you want to be in our team, you got to get the suit. Are you talking to yourself, Abram? No, I'm talking... Oh, wait, no, this is, this is Baston. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, Abram is the one that sells the suits as well. But you can talk to my friend Abram here. Rip! <laughs> 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 30 seconds, 30 skippy, seconds, 30 skippy, seconds. Skippy. And, all right, I, sure. And, and if, if as long as, I suppose, banknote is paying another extra 30 gold pieces, you can outfit your new friend in a uh, kind of weird Nolan-esque jumpsuit. Is Bobby, is this guy cool? This guy is so cool. I once saw him drink so much, uh, and he It is... was so much cat piss. <laughs> Why'd it's, you do it? It yeah. was bro stuff. Uh. <laughs> where did you get where did you get the cat piss from? Cats! But did you buy it commercially or did you did, did this character um like milk it from cats? We have you cats. did you milk piss? <laughs> well, well cats how well, how would you describe it? I collecting maybe is the better term. Much better. Okay. <laughs> There's absolutely no way I'm going to let you do another episode of shopping for white ski parkers. <laughs> so Okay, look, look, look I, I will buy you this white ski parker. If you look me in the eye and tell me you're not going to betray us. Are you on our team? No, I'm not going to betray you. I'm no, look at, no, no, you didn't look me in the eye. I'm tell- not going to betray you. All right, Dave, what's the check I need to do to see if he's going to fucking betray me? Make for me an insight check. Insight check, that is a uh, fifth, uh, four, 13. All right, now Nicky looks at you and, um, and he says, 
Look, the truth is... I'm going to betray you. <laughs> <laughs> right in the neck. <laughs> I don't work for you, little man. I work for a people much older and wiser than you. I work for a leader much more profound than you. And at the moment, it seems you travel with one of us. That makes you okay. But if you get in mine or Bobby's way, I will not hesitate to rip your throat out with my teeth. Which is actually quite an amazing power play to call him little man because he's definitely significantly yeah. shorter than you. Yeah, yeah, he's staring up. Yeah. He says it so quietly that nobody except Banknote can hear it and then he suddenly, the big smile flicks back on and the sort of, the friendly handsome man is back. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So this like some frat you two were in together or something? Like what? what, we, what? we don't really talk about it with not us. Oh yeah, so frat. <laughs> Alpha Gamma Bing Bong or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, know just one about question. This. How does she know about Alpha Gamma Bing Bong? <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally don't know. That could be a lucky guess. Let's just say that this guy, although not literally my brother, is my brother. And as you say that, Nikki looks at you and he pulls back the, um, the sleeve of... He shucks back his cape and he pulls back the sleeve of his bodysuit underneath it and he shows you... <laughs> Wearing a bodysuit and a cape. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cold. It's cold. He's What's dressed a bodysuit. Is that what, just what you call clothes? A body glove. <laughs> like a leotard. I think Dave means a like leotard. a onesie. Oh, like a, a leotard. Like a <laughs> no, no, you are all imagining this very wrong. I need to, I need to drag this back because you are imagining this I very think wrong. The fan art will speak for itself. <laughs> Like a oh. jazzercise leotard. Okay, and so he and he shucks it back and he pulls back his sleeve and he shows you where it looks like about a year old there is a deep gash as if he has had been clawed in the arm. And then mm. he points at Bobby and Bobby um, to- turns his, his arm around with his shirt off and you can see the same claw. And then we- they do a, um, a, a kind of handshake that involves about 17 steps, yeah. ends with a chest bump, and then they both howl. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, following that, Filch turns around and puts her back to them and pulls up her shirt and is like, yeah, you think this, okay, this mark here? <laughs> like, me think a bit funny, maybe growing, maybe a bit lumpy, me don't know whether get checked out or not. Is it just a rash? Is there any redness, Dave? What does it look like? What's it's the puffy, rash? it's puffy. Oh, there's a puffy redness on your back. That's I'll weird. I'll do a rash check. <laughs> Which of these skills? You got a 14. Oh, that's a medicine check. Medicine. Yeah. 14 plus medicine is. Filge is allergic. 15. 15 in total. Filge is allergic to these Nolan esque jumpsuits. <laughs> she. She's. <laughs> She slept in hers. It's a. It's actually a polymer. It's it's a, it's a it's a poly blend. It's fifteen percent artificial, and Filge is very allergic to it. She needs natural fibers. All of these furs, and they're importing polyester fake fur. Yeah, this is madness. The quicknesses love a buck. Yeah, you could have just said she was allergic to elk bread. <laughs> uh, so what? Am I very itchy? Yeah, no, you're not yet, but you will get itchy as the adventure progresses. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Allergic. Hey, so if I'm like in this white jacket crew now, do you guys want to know what I've been looking at? Definitely. Yeah, this rash. Now, what do you <laughs> I, think? I cannot underline how much I do not know about your rash. No. I know next to nothing. Well, let me see. Oh, yeah, that looks like fungal, maybe. No. All right. You want to see what I know? Yes. Yes. Follow me. Like, go, go do a wee and eat, and because it's like 
uh, what, like a couple of hours away. Oh, so. yeah, it's a day's hike. So, like, stay close, friends. This looks like the kind of guy who likes to drop in a plot point here or there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, 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 we ready ourselves, pack up our stuff, uh, and we follow Nikolai to the next plot point. Um, <laughs> while we're doing that, Dave, uh, <laughs> Banknote is going to sleep in... Uh, He's going to sleep in the uh, in the um, can't apparatus. Sleep in the crab. Why not? Because the, the what you crab, don't sleep in the car. The, You've never slept in the car, Dave. The, the car is not a steampunk invention with six legs. As, oh, oh, you want to sleep in the cart? No, no, in the crab. The crab's going to clink clunk along. Remember, the crab every, can only has enough power to last for about two hours, and then it needs well, to this recharge. This is only a, isn't this only an hour's walk? Yeah, but so you want to use it now? Oh, no, actually, I said it was several hours. Oh, is it? No, okay, fine. No, I'll wheel, I'll wheel the thing and still be exhausted then. Okay, Dave. you're going to still be exhausted. I'm un- unfortunately, you are going to have to suffer the most minor of consequences for the thing that you chose to do. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, uh, you all quickly pack up. You're given some rations. Everybody has full hit points, except, of course, for Hing. Hey, just reminding you to, like, leave a nice review for us. If that's on, on what? what? What's your preferred platform? Fantasy Yelp. Fantasy <laughs> Yelp, okay. Yelp. Or Blondor. I'm just, I'm just, I'm on Fantasy Yelp now. I'm seeing some of the previous reviews people have left here. Um, someone says uh, that the toilets were very unclean. Another person says that your accents were indecipherable. <laughs> well, they're not really getting into the spirit of things. I think. This person here just gave it one star and said, I'm Swedish, this is offensive. <laughs> that person is racist. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. And... You all make your way saying goodbye to Abram and Puffy Quickness, two true diamonds in the rough at the foot of the world. You will not see the likes of them again. Maybe you will! (laughs) (laughs) As you make your way up the spine of the world. This is a hard trek, and after a couple of hours, you are forced to leave the cart aside. It will go no further. Your donkey... What was your donkey, Stubsy? The donkey will go no further. Stubsy. Stubsy. Oh. What, so we, I'm going to untake Stubsy off. You, you detach him from the wagon and he'll still function as a mule or whatever he <laughs> independently of the wagon. That's the fucking weirdest way you could have said well, that. Well, we were like, well, he'll go no further. We're like, you'll fucking go further, mate. All right? And I put all the shit on him. <laughs> we're like, this is how it is. You're going to put the banknote apparatus on the donkey's back. Yeah, that'll work. Can no. I carry it? And you no, I'm too exhausted. It's what you, know, you actually could never carry it, even when you. If all four of you carried it together, how much does it weigh? How much can Bagnote lift? <laughs> uh, I want you. I want you to. I want you to name a number of kilos, and I'll tell you if I think Bagnote could lift. Okay, that. It, this what, is. The problem so is stupid. The problem is the problem here is that I need to say it in imperial, and I'm, I'm okay. Say it in imperial. I'm, I'm bad. Do... At, I'm bad at imperial. Well, I mean, I mean, you're, you're famously six foot tall. I know. Remember? I know. Uh, I, I, I have not forgotten that. It weighs uh, 
I would say that it probably weighs about 1,200 pounds. That's half a ton. <laughs> what? Really? Just a, a barrel? So that's it's a, that's full like, of... It's that's like 500 kilos. It, okay. it, it, but first of all... What it's a strong donkey? It's a magical... <laughs> <laughs> Strunky. No, <laughs> Strunky is just pulling the car. So, so who's been pushing the barrel? <laughs> no, I mean, no. <laughs> the barrel is, this is a physics thing. The barrel is in the cart which the donkey is pulling. If the axle but is like, I can pull something in a cart much heavier than I can lift. No, you can't. Uh-huh. I believe it what I see. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, oh, what do you mean? No, you can't. You can. <laughs> this is like. One of the this is like one of the first inventions that people came up with. You know how like you know like you know how, you know the difference. What between... would be the point? <laughs> yeah, why would you have cards? Could you get someone Where? else to do it for you? <laughs> Couldn't you just get someone else to lift it for you? Do, do you understand the, Do you understand the difference between between pushing a car and lifting a car? I can't do either. In it, so, I have a corollary to that question, Alex, which is, do you believe that the cart and the wheel and the axle was invented by someone to trick someone else into carrying something for yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm on the right side of this for once. <laughs> Maybe. What do you think? What do you think they invented first, the rock or the stick? What? In terms of like tools, rock or stick? No, that's a good question because where did the rock come from if not from the stick? Yeah, uh, I see what this is. These are the big questions, yeah. aren't they, really? Uh, and back to the wheel. Uh, how so, are we going to get this dumb barrel up the mountain? Uh, I, I, Nikki suggests that you hide it under foliage and he says, it will not take long. I have something I want to show you. We will come foliage. down this mountain again. Okay. Yeah, leave okay. it next okay. to the foliage. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to trigger the alarm system on it, Dave. So if anyone touches it, their so dick what, gets what zapped. Al- what, al- <laughs> what alarm system? The alarm system. Of course. It's beep, beep. It goes beep, 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 beep. Okay. If there's a lot of other barrels and you can't tell the difference, you, you just beep, 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 and, and it goes Your off. one's the one that dings. <laughs> yeah. If you're too far away, you put the beep into your head and it gets, you know, it's more range. Beep, beep, beep. Covering the barrel in some beautiful um, local <laughs> foliage, you've decided to bring... We've given you two opportunities to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> Four, okay, I, I know I'm wrong, but you haven't told me what it one, is correct. One, two, three. Foliage. Foliage. So I was wrong the second time? You were wrong both times. So why is there an A? Why is there a fucking A? <laughs> no, it's not foliage. <laughs> Foliage. 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 Rhymes with fil... No, it doesn't. <laughs> Rhymes with what? Foliage. Foliage. <laughs> Rhymes with oily fridge. Oily fridge? Fo- oily fridge. Foliage. Remember? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oily doesn't. Foliage. 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 Underneath the trees. You put it... Stubbs in the donks. Holy ridge. Oh! <laughs> no! Holy yes. ridge. No. Holy ridge? <laughs> this is not the point of the podcast! <laughs> Making your way up the mountain, you 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 know what? You were going to have to deal with some fucking scouts, but there's no time for that, so you make good time and uh, you're rewarding them. <laughs> as and as you go, Nikki explains and he says, um, uh, you, I, 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 there is something. There is something underneath the ground here. It is important. He looks at, as, at you, Bobby, as if to say, "No more in front of these outsiders." And he says, "There is something. It is important that we retrieve it. I have been sent to find it, but I did not know what it is. And I think I have possibly found it. But you need to see with your own eyes what is happening here." And as he says that, you crest for the first time the um, the ridge at the top of this low 
uh, mountain at the foot of the spine of the world that you are currently cresting. You mm-hmm. mean the coccyx of the world? <laughs> and? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> That'll work. Clap that. You clap don't, don't, it. Do don't it. pity clap uh, it. You can't just make don't them clap do it. things. You don't, don't, you you don't, don't have, have to do that. Also, don't tell the audience to clap that. Like a slightly more aggressive Jeb Bush <laughs> Please clap No, it's fine uh, Are we talking like uh, Everest Base Camp? Like what's the altitude so we're the talking spine here? Of the, the spine of the world is a mountain range This is one of the lower mountains One that you could climb in a day yeah. But he's just trying to get a bit of vantage So you can look down into the basin of Icewind Dale Ooh and the sun is still high enough, uh, even though it is thin and feeble here, that you can see out. And one of the first things that you notice is big belching smoke uh, coming from different points around the basin of the dale. And you can see, even though the sun is still in the sky, you can see uh, f- sort of waning, flickering lights that are obviously massive bonfires or some kind of factories or brazers burning out in the plains, surrounded by tents and... Um, little, uh, you just nodded at. Did you nod at me or was? Who did, why did well, you nod at Ben? That completely threw me. It's pronounced braziers. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced braziers, but it's fine. I actually, I, I said when you said braziers, I mouthed to the audience, leave it. I mouthed, it's fine, leave it. In, in retrospect, Dave, what I should have done is nothing because now we're just on a whole thing about it, and you feel self-conscious and you've lost your flow, Dave. Is it uh, so? Does it look like this is, these are like civilized settlements, or more like no? Camps? This looks like a, a camp, giant military dig site or a frontier camp that has sprung up quickly, and it is a massive engine of industry and otherwise a frontier land. There is perimeter of fence uh, fence work that you can see. Patrols have been sprung up. There are are they th- looking for dinosaurs? Rows of tents. <laughs> Um, is, in barrack formation, yeah. Is there... Uh, I'm going to do a, uh, like a, what do you call it? A looking check? <laughs> perception? Yes, perception. Um, <laughs> it hasn't to, been that long. To look with at exhaustion, you have to do this with disadvantage. Oh, okay, sorry. Yep. Get um, less tired, dummy. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to proceed if, if, if this is avalanche prone. Uh, oh. And I got a seven. So <laughs> then you would have to make a small experiment to find out. You're at the top of a mountain. They're below. I can't tell you more than that. Is there, are there other mountains around the side that I could trigger an explosion at that wouldn't affect our mountain but would potentially crumble the people below? It's a basin, not, I right? can't tell you that for your role. You couldn't work that out. I can't see if there are other mountains. You are so exhausted you can't think straight. It is like you tried to read some quite well-written and well-structured D&D notes, had five coffees, went to a separate cafe, and still couldn't work it out. Your brain is just like beautiful minding all over the place. You're seeing symbols, weird words, more coffees, your infant son. It's like a mess up in there. Okay, great. So I've got so uh, great. So I'm a real fucking moron. I understand. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit, and uh, I should apologise to my friends, obviously. But uh, just off into the darkness, then, Dave. At the altitude from where we are, just across the mountain range, I'm just going to fire an eldritch blast with my spear. <laughs> That's a 300-foot range, just to see if I can trigger an avalanche on the other side of the ridge. Okay, just be- to just see. Just before you. Just before you. Just before I, you make. You have. Sp- Taking considerable pains to sneak up to the secret vantage point with this ranger scout. I was going to say, yeah, the best case scenario, Michael, of what you've just tried to do is that you bury a plot point that has been coming for four episodes in snow. 
But can I also add to that that you wish to, because you don't want to use any of your precious spell slot resources, you believe you can trigger it with a level zero cantrip spell. The the other thing I just realised is that momentarily I thought I was playing Frizo. (laughs) (laughs) And the bank note doesn't have that spell. So I passed my turn. I'd like to apologise to everyone at the table. What does he do? Like, what does that look like to the rest of us? Great question. Like a Hadouken? Banknote sits there muttering under his breath as he looks and starts scratching geometric shapes in a little notepad before looking out at everybody. His eyes are bloodshot, huge circles under his eyes. He was up building his apparatus all night before he suddenly stands up and Nikki goes, what are you doing? Get down. And he very um, proudly points out a finger, makes a little gun and goes... (laughs) (laughs) And then... Suddenly hears Nikki say, what are you doing? But like 12 seconds too late and then tries to jump down into the snow, misses it and lands on the fire, sort of squeals, jumps to the side, sparks fly and then rolls to put himself out. What a a ride. Wow. (laughs) Hey, Bobby, your friends seem really cool. Hey, uh, Nikolai, what's the deal with this whole... St- stuff going on. Does this seem regular to you? <laughs> hey, hey, you don't talk to him. I talk to him. Hey, oh, so okay. Nikolai, what's... Oh, uh... possessive! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that we... We just, like, share a... A language. Mm. Yeah, we're buds. Mm-hmm. You got the problem with it? With us no, being buds? Prob- no, problem no problem at all. No, uh, not like I have any best friend here or anything. No feeling jealous. Oh, that's good. Okay. So, um... <laughs> look at this dig site. What do you see? Can we answer this question or is this like just a U2 thing again? No, it's like a Billy Joel thing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what did you roll, Bobby? That's uh, uh, a 24. Okay, so Bobby, you look down and you can see beyond everything that I said, perimeters, watchtowers. It seems like some of the watchtowers have big... Um, I'm so scared to pronounce anything now. Ballistas in them, um, spear throwers. And... Uh, you can also see, as I said, these these furnaces that they've built. And in the centre of this engine of industry, they are digging a big... Uh, these, these huge towers with kind of strange and imposing architecture, literally out of the snow. They're digging them and raising them up. And it's semicircles around them. You can now see, as your eyes adjust to the height and to the altitude and to the thin air, you notice... Uh, blocks of the of tablets of Vader stone that are being placed around the perimeters, and now as you look at them, you suddenly feel as if all the way up the mountain you've heard what you thought was rushing in your ears is actually a strange hum, and it feels now that you notice it like it's getting louder and louder and louder. Hmm. You spot that? You spot that noise? There's like some like powerful energy up here. There's, yeah. This is big magic, right? Let me ask you, have you seen a single animal in the past hour other than us? The mule? <laughs> yeah. The donkey? He's like only very stubborn animals can pass through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I haven't he- even heard a bird. No. It's completely deserted. And look at those buildings. I thought they were building them, but they're raising them. That means the same thing. I wasn't <laughs> talking to you. Those buildings, uh, <clears throat> uh, Nikki says, that uh, those buildings used to be here a long time ago, before this was snow, when this was beautiful arable land. Those buildings belong to the first and cruelest of em- the empires of man, the old Netheril Empire. 
It was buried under the snow for the crimes of the Netherese, and they are digging them up again. Mm. Shit. Yes, that's what I said. I said shit. And who they? Well, actually, um, the only person who would probably know about this is our academic friend. So, banknote, mm. exhausted as you are, with, with unfortunately, um, a, again, disadvantage. Do you want to roll for me? A quick intelligence check. Um, history check? Mm-hmm. 18. Oh, really? With a disadvantage? Hell yeah, look at it. 12 plus 6, 18. Checking. Uh, all right, so so ne- and the ne- the ne- the Netherese... Oh, my God. Made up word you can pronounce how you like. <laughs> We're not going to do any more pronunciation jokes on you anymore. We've mm. reached our quota, so go nuts. <laughs> For I this episode. I don't want to become a mostly pronunciation joke podcast. Yeah. I don't want to be in that category of podcast. <laughs> I swore a vow that we would never become that. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened to Lexicon Valley once, and I will never listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the kingdom of Old Netheril was a kingdom of mages, the first and cruelest empire of man. They were slave keepers. They were genocidal. They believed in the superiority of uh, wizards, essentially. They built huge... Um, cities in the sky hundreds and hundreds of years ago in Faerun and they dominated this world and they planned to dominate other worlds until a huge alliance crushed them. Um, it said that the gods were involved and their cities fell from the sky and were buried under what is now called Icewind Dale. Not only that, so Netherese magic, Netherese artifacts are some of the rarest and oldest and most powerful in the world and one reason for that is that they had access to one of the rarest and most magical resources in Faerun, which is... Dragon Cups. <laughs> Does anybody else want to guess one? It was going to be one of those two, yeah. so... Yeah. It's Shardolin, or Spellstone, and it is stronger than Mithril, it is shinier than silver, it, it is... It is taller than a man! <laughs> so, that stone that Phil pissed on... Was that the same stone? It may well have been. Dave? Uh, Vader stone is made of an alloy, but it's, it's, it's like the only way that Spellstone still exists in the world anymore. Spellstone is so mythical and ancient, and it was lost when, the Neth- um, when Netheril fell. There is very little pure Spellstone left in these parts. You only find it hidden amongst whatever he said. Vader stone. I have one more thing that I want to show you, Bobby. Yeah, so I thought this was a mining site. Like I say, it's not. Look at this stone. Right, got a lot of things wrong, didn't you? (laughs) 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 Nikki walks here. I'm sorry, are we going to have a problem? We have a problem here. Oh, yeah, we got a problem. (laughs) Me getting bored. Hey, Phil, you know what? Be cool. This guy was here for me when I needed him most. Oh, unlike us, I guess. Oh, yeah, it would be so bad if someone had left their friends (laughs) and didn't have any friends because they left their friends. Glad you got a new friend. You're being a real baby right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm really enjoying re- remembering the visuals of this, that Bobby is like a halfling and Phil just eight or nine feet tall. <laughs> I kick snow in his face. Oh. <laughs> and I plonk down in a flurry. A McFlurry? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anybody who doesn't want to be a huge baby about things, come see this other thing I found. And he walks you over to another size side of the cliff face where he has placed and left up here an e- a sort of easel with a telescope on it. Okay, but pop your eyes on that. I do. You can Which see is one of your eyes, not both. I, okay. I know how these work. Okay, cool. I'm just what do you see, Bobby? What do you see? Hidden in the cleft of a nearby mountain, you can see a much smaller camp, just a single watchtower, what looks like fewer guards, 
and a definitely a mine cut into the cleft of the mountain. Mm. Okay, at, at first I thought this was another site where they were raising things. Yes, I got another thing wrong. This is a mine. And look what they're mining. And he, he points out, and you even as you see now, you can see another miner walking out of the mine with a huge, um, pulling a huge cart filled with what looks like gravel and ore. And as he pulls it out, he calls over in a language you don't recognize, and more of the miners come over and have a look as one of them starts digging inside the ore and holds something up, and it flashes a brilliant purple spark as it catches the light that you can see even from where you are. And can I just say that the guy, they can't hear this in the language, but the guy who's pulling the cart, one of the first things he says is, I could never carry this myself. (laughs) 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 No chance at all. Thank God for the axle. (laughs) And, And Nikki says, that purple flash from this distance can be only one thing. Pure spellstone. <gasps> they found a deposit of Shardolin. So there's... And the fires, they're smelting this? They're digging it up, yeah. So, so it was used to make the most powerful of magical weapons and items. Um, so this is, this, this is quite rare and strange. And uh, Nikki says, Madame Draskov's vision, she said something under the ground would be our salvation. Do you think this could be it? A weapon crafted of this ore... Of spellstone, yeah. Spellstone could be the thing that gets rid of that vampire guy that we hate so much, Strahd. Did you forget Strahd's <laughs> name just now? But doesn't it look like those people have the uh, the big empowered blocks? Like Strahd's people are already down there. They've so made a big semicircle of Strahd blocks. But Vader Stone is much weaker, and there's a and the circle of stone that they're building around this these ziggurats is not complete. There are gaps all the way through it, just so you as well. They're still constructing whatever they're building here. This is a work site on the go. So we're going to go. Upper. So we're going to go down to the mine, look around, probably collapse it, or turn it into a natty kind of bungalow, underground adventure escape room. But we'll be escaping. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> look, I what? know they don't seem like much, but like. Yeah, man, I've got to be honest with you. They really don't. Look, come crunch time. Are these the same guys you were telling me about? Were you maybe, like, exaggerating a little bit? These are the guys that vanquished Strahd? These are the guys that went to space with you? not that guy. Hello. (laughs) I don't really have a strong view on him other than he seems very tired. (laughs) I mean, yeah, look. It, they're cool. It's I'm fine. a rich character. I'm not just tired. <laughs> I have a many faceted personality. Hey, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to split from these guys, just say the word. We've got a thing going on. You know, we do adventures and we have, like, um, you know, social events as well. We'd, we'd love to see you again. I'm on a mission and these guys are part of it so like okay I appreciate that we were just talking about guy stuff you know (laughs) and high at the top of the lowest part of the tallest mountains it seems that the heroes that may yet fight Strahd are at something of a crossroads literally one giant um Build, dig side below them, a smaller mine to the left, a giant, confusing, very heavy barrel several yards down the road, and adventure just within their grasp if they can find the resources, if they can find the magic items they speak, if they can find the impossible magic that may still provide a means to stop one of the oldest threats that Faerun has ever known. 
now entangled with one of the most ancient and despicable empires of man. Such is the times that call for true heroes. And when those times call true heroes, do come a knocking, and surely they will, the, the, as the adventures continue of these, our greatest adventures yet, those wonderful heroes that times and the fates called the Dark Claw Rangers and their friends, those weird dragon friends. Thank you. <laughs> The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Griner, and Michael Hinn. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this week's episode was recorded live at the Vanguard in Sydney. Until next time. Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beals? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Bangkok? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strike. He's a very naughty man. Firing together. The life of hope we call the Dragon Guidelines released in Queensland today is you're not allowed to dance at a wedding, but you are allowed to fucking suck at a sex party. That is you actually are. true. It's true, and I, it's it's funny as well because the Queensland government, off the back of that, had to release guidelines on how to how to hold a COVID safe sex party. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. So if you go to the Queensland government's website, health Queensland Health website, there's a PDF, a 14 page PDF. On how, to, on how to hold a COVID safe sex party and they do recommend using plexiglass where possible <laughs> and, and I don't know if you've put the math together like I have but ladies and gentlemen that's a fucking COVID safe glory hole is what that is <laughs> hell yeah baby uh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.